historic to differentiate it from uh, what we're later going to talk about as the premillennial uh, view that uh, that we adhere to today. Now, this historic premillennial view is said by many uh, to be the position of the early church. Now, uh, keep in mind that in the early days of the church, they were involved in fighting heresy, spreading the gospel, etc., and the one thing that they believed and preached about and taught about was that Jesus Christ was going to come again soon. In John chapter 14, when Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. They understood that Jesus Christ was going to go away, but that he was promising to come again. And I want you to know that when they met one another in the days following the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus, they would oftentimes simply say, Maranatha, which simply means, Even so come Lord Jesus. And it was a reference to the fact that they believed Christ was going to come again. And uh, the early church uh, understood that the mystery of the church, as revealed by the Apostle Paul, uh, was going to be a, an age, if you please, of an indefinite period of time. They also understood that tribulation would come upon the world. They also understood that there would be a thousand-year reign of Christ on earth. Well, where in the world did they get that from? Well, they read Revelation chapter 20, verse 5. And they read that, the, that we would reign with Christ for a thousand years upon this earth. And they didn't try to, to, uh, to uh, rationalize or, 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 or spiritualize or allegorize it away. They just simply said, uh, I said 5, I meant to say verse 4. Uh, whereby it just simply says, And I th saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his image and not received the mark on their foreheads or upon their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. And so uh, they accepted the fact that there would be a thousand year millennial reign upon Christ and then the new heavens and the new earth would be ushered in. Now this was particularly uh, the, or the, church, the view rather held by the church from the time of Jesus until about 400 A.D. Now what's interesting about this is, is that the early church did not necessarily distinguish between uh, the rapture and the second coming. They just believed that Jesus was coming for his own. They understood what Paul had written in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself should descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ should be raised first, and then we who are alive and remain should be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now they understood there was going to be a coming of Christ for the saints, and then there would be a coming of Christ with the saints, because again, they had read Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through verse 20, and they New Zechariah chapter 14, the return of Jesus Christ, the coming of the Messiah back to the earth literally and physically. They distinguish between those two events as the coming of Christ for the church saints and the coming of Christ with the saints, but they did not necessarily have the rapture prior to the tribulation. They had not set a time there. Uh, and that position is, is, is taught by many people. And yet, they would say and argue today, well, that's not the position of the early church. The early church didn't believe that. The early church believed that their, the church would go through the tribulation period and then they would come at the end and so forth. But may I, may I simply say to you that, uh, that I personally do not believe the early church taught that at all. In fact, what 
is called historic premillennialism, I believe is the same view that is held by many of us today. And here's one of the reasons. We have a quote by a man by the name of, and he's known as a, of, as a Syrian or pseudo-Ephraim, the Syrian. And we have a quote here that dates back to sometime between 374 A.D. and 627 A.D. And that quote is as follows. All the saints and elect of God are gathered together before the tribulation, which is to come, and are taken to the Lord, in order that they may not see at any time the confusion which overwhelms the world because of our sins. Now here is a sermon. Now, written by a man, we, 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 he's called Pseudo-Ephraim because we don't know exactly who he was. But in his writings, we find uh, that in this particular sermon that he preached, he, st he clearly states...